We better start this shit. Totally. Because I think they found me. Who found you? You hear that chopper? I hear that chopper. I hear that chopper. We all hear that chopper. What the fuck's that chopper? Shit's like Goodfellas. What did you do wrong? What are you doing? Nothing. What the fuck are you pulling out there? Put that away, man. It's cool. Dude, seriously, put that away. Like, I'm not even joking now. We're meant to be doing a podcast. (sighs) That's better. Oh, man. That was a close one. What are you doing with that thing, anyway? Just had to check who was in the chopper. Who was in the chopper? Yo, mama! (laughs) It's cons and dough. Good, sir. Good to see you, my old friend. It's been a couple of weeks. You've been staying Caucasian? I've been trying my best to. <laughs> it's hard these days. But, you know, you, everybody needs a bit of spice in their life, so I try and eat out at least once a week at, like, a Korean place or maybe some Lebanese food. <laughs> What's been happening over here? Changing it up. Just changing it up. Well, we live in a multicultural Something I'm Mexican today. Yeah? yeah. What do you have? What sort of Mexican? A burrito. Huh? A pork burrito. Really? <laughs> yeah, I had one. Sweet. Go Mex. Yeah. I had one called Mario. He was cleaning my, my lawn. Yeah. So, um, Straight in there. Straight in there with the Mexican gay jokes. Oh, sorry. I'm going to... What was the gay bit? I didn't <laughs> I said I had Mexican. You said you had a Mexican, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. I had him in to clean my garden. Oh, sorry. Fuck. Not I went sexually. <laughs> if I was going to do sexually, I would have made it a girl's name. And I just decided against that because... <laughs> Because I've had some criticism, I'm a bit mean, and you know, we all have to deal with our demons, so I'm just going to be nice this episode. I've turned over... <laughs> well, what are we up to? We're up to like episode six on the... On the... Chucking them up there. On the trails of success. So I guess some um, people should be used to us saying shit we don't believe by now. <laughs> That's true. I'm just trying to be a bit funny. I guess you could say the podcast is on the road to 2016. Um, I hear we might be appearing at the Rio de Janeiro Olympics. I'm dragging a bit behind, I guess, but I'll catch up. What, with regards to your athletics and stuff, or...? No, just catching up to 2016. You're almost there. We're both on list, yeah? <laughs> well, I thought... I mean, I might as well start off with something that's fresh in my head. Um, I just had a cigarette right before this show started. Oh, um, man, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I just, I just wanted to talk about my addiction and stuff. <laughs> no, what I actually want to talk about is it seems like, you know... Next next door to those, some new people have sort of moved in or whatever. Some younger people and stuff. And they're having a few beers, enjoying the pit patio sort of on the back there kind of thing. And one of the guys, he's like, he's got one of those loud projective voices anyway. And they're up in the patio and they've had a few drinks and he's like, yeah, it's like a great house to share. It's a great house to share. We just got to be like respectful of the neighbours and stuff, right? <laughs> he's saying it so loud. Like everyone, he could hear it. Like, you know how it's a patio overlooking the street. You're basically then, on the street. And then because I couldn't, they couldn't see me because there was a tree in the way, but I was like carefully eavesdropping on that conversation. Um, and yeah. And then, so he was like that. And then he pointed, he sort of gestured like, you know, expansively because he's had a few drinks and stuff across the other side of the street. And he's like, yeah, but there's like five, five guys in their 30s and da 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 talking like that 
And then, so that was pretty good. And then the chick after that to move on to the next topic of conversation. I, uh, I felt like that after about two beers the other night. It was pretty good. <laughs> but then we had an important contribution from the chick next to her who was like, oh, I went to this house party in Zurich. It was on like the roof of a house. Everybody there. It was so funny. That was it. That was her story. Yeah, that was her story. And I'm like, it's still... I went to this party, it was on the roof of the house, it I went was to so a, funny. No, a house party in Zurich, that's what you don't remember. I went to a house party in Zurich, it was on the roof of a house, everybody there, it was so funny. <laughs> Pretty good <laughs> It's story. like that Louis C.K. bit about hilarious, you know, his whole thing, the oh, that's hilarious, hilarious special? special? Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. But I don't know, as lame as it is, and I sort of am paying her out, but I'm sort of intrigued by that story. I do want to go to a roof party. Yeah, in Zurich and stuff. And I could. Sort and of I don't know what's funny about it. What's so funny about it? No, the point of the story, I think, was probably just to mention she's been to Zurich and partied kind of thing, right? Yeah. That's the premise. But it was an intriguing story. I want to know what happened at this party. What sort of Swiss guys were there? Was it that funny? Like, it could have been hilarious. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! Glad you could make it, Hans. Oh, hello, Sarah. Oh, hello. You wouldn't want to join me on the rooftop? <laughs> You've never been to a traditional Swiss rooftop party? <laughs> this is where we keep the gold. Something like that, but I could just be making that up. I heard there was some pretty epic um, kind of bender clubs in Germany where at sunrise the curtains come down to stop the sunlight from coming in and all that kind of stuff. Like this just comes down, like yeah, everyone just keeps going in the club. And they'd probably like sync it up with this kind of like big Tiesto drop and shit kind of thing. And then like, oh, the things come down and everyone's like, ah, six o'clock in the morning all fucked up. Hey, I thought of a slogan for a t-shirt. Hit me. Keep Africa black. pretty confusing huh? yeah it's fucking confusing yeah I don't even mean to get political or racial with it I just think it would be a pretty it's got a, a nice sort of tone to it what do you think yeah it's sort of like me telling you to stay Caucasian yeah black humour <laughs> so what have you been up to what's been happening it's just dark <laughs> the dark continent um but moving on what, what else has been happening I went and saw the Martian the other day okay yeah it was uh, it was pretty funny. I <laughs> I was pretty high, mm-hmm. like in the day, like high altitude. As you do, like you know, high, like high altitude. You went up the mountains. Or? Just pretty, pretty fresh from um, fresh again, yeah. from bongs. Oh, fresh from bongs. <laughs> Double FB, yeah. So I was up. already already pretty zoned for the day, right? Uh-huh. And then um, was like, oh, I'm gonna go see the Martians. So I had about. In America, I guess the equivalent would be like sort of... It'd be like having an edible that's about 260 milligrams or something. Mm-hmm. Cool. I had that and about an hour before because it takes a while to digest and come mm. on and everything. I went and saw the movie and I got like a... I went to get a regular popcorn and then it got upsized for a dollar. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just get the medium one. (laughs) That's cool. And they got like a bunch of donuts and stuff. And then I chowed like all of this food watching the movie. I I ate the first half of the popcorn and I was like, oh, just chill on it. But by the end of this like three hour movie, I just eaten it all. Yeah. Is Um, it that long? Is it? I think it was like two hours 40 or something like that. The movie was pretty cool. Like there was all these epic, like backdrops and stuff of Mars. And it looked Mm. really realistic. Like they got science dudes to work on it and shit yeah. and I was really enjoying it but 
and I'm sure I may have enjoyed it more if I didn't get so, so blazed because <laughs> it got to this point in the movie where this sort of thing was happening where he had an iPod or something uh-huh. that someone had left there and it had all this disco music on it and shit, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So it was like, it was almost like Ridley Scott just jerking off in your face with this baby boomer reference kind of shit. And whether it was in the original script or not, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe I'm like giving him too much shit, but um, it just seemed like he was playing to that audience because I was so like, oh, I'm into this, I'm into this. And And it was all orchestral and then it's all this ABBA music and shit with Matt Damon doing all this um, solo master. So it was cool, but it was like I was so blazed that I wanted to be on Mars kind of thing. And then when it's doing this, like, what a new kind of shit, I'm like, this this sucks. Like, ah, ah. I love it that that's your fundamental critique of the movie. You bring up, like, the soundtrack and the direction and stuff. It's not that I don't even like that music that much. It's like that it ruined my immersive experience by, like, putting that, like, such such a big jerk off to us. You were so blazed. You you were so blazed you wanted to be on Mars. This movie sucks. <laughs> Imagine if on The Martian, instead of all those ABBA tracks, he got stuck with, like, old Richard Pryor tapes and shit like that. <laughs> and that was the soundtrack you had in. You know when that shit goes back in your ass? <laughs> Trying to fix stuff. Well, I saw a movie the other day, but I won't go on it for long. I saw Crimson Peak, which was by that... It's like this gothic thing, and it's pretty gay. Don't go see it. Crimson Peak? Yeah. It's like this... Oh, like... Vague description. Oh, fuck it. It's like this spooky Victorian steampunk horror thing in the vein of, like, Tim Burton, but done by Guabubichigo Telmaro or whatever. Who oh, did, like, yeah. Pan's Labyrinth yeah. and stuff like that. Who shit, I don't necessarily mind, but it just... It got so slow, and so, like, it just so much walking around the spooky house with, like, three characters, and you just know exactly what's going to happen. But I was pretty blazed in it, too, so... I was at, <laughs> I was at the drive-in or whatever, getting blazed, so... I didn't think it would go that way with the, um... With the edibles, but it was like, yeah, I was too stimulated to even like get immersed in it once this thing just sort of barred it for me well that's yeah i was like that when i saw jurassic world the first time and that would just like washed over me like a wave kind of thing because i had <laughs> some like edible kind of things and stuff and yeah that, that was just straight up letting the dinosaur sweep over you so i didn't really get the points of the plot and stuff but it still held up the second time i see it oh and it had the the trailer for episode seven at the yeah. start so oh really yeah. how long is the trailer uh, uh, it was a few minutes, but <laughs> I got more immersed in that, probably. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty cool. Some of the faces on the actors, though, don't give you that much confidence. Yeah, like Home and Away sort of You know, just like even when they're not saying a line and it's cutting in between these bits of the movie and yeah. you're just looking at their face and they don't even look genuine not saying anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. But, um, I sort of know what you mean. I don't know how... It's a it. lucky thing as well. I think with the original Star Wars, that's so lucky that they got these sort of essentially no-name actors apart yeah. from Sir Alec Guinness yeah. and maybe Harrison Ford's had a bit part in yeah. um, American Graffiti but imagine and if, shit like that. imagine if Har- um, Han Solo was played by John Wayne. That, <laughs> maybe Paul Newman as Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Just the Tocrito, Yakoska. Well, Pilgrim. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Liza Minnelli as, as Princess Leia. <laughs> That was like, all right. <laughs> um, what's the dude's name? Is it Chris Farley back in the day? Yeah, I think it's so. Jabba the Hutt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I tell you what movie. 
Speaking of misplaced... He would be a fucked up Jabba though. Speaking of misplaced castings, I watched Con Air the other day and I'd totally forgotten that Dave Chappelle was in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck the hell out of it. He gets dropped out of a fucking plane, doesn't he? Yeah. Like his dead body. Yeah. So that was... That was... Yeah, he gets stuck in it and they push him out. He writes the message on it. So. But speaking of, like, I guess, big realizations and epiphanies, I realized one that I had the other day. Like, I didn't have it the other day, but I realized that I had this epiphany long ago somewhere in my in my youth or whatever. And it was when that I realized that monster trucks, for large parts, the actual chassis body bit on top of them is just a normal sort of four-wheel drive or pickup truck. That it's not super, super big. It's just the wheels that are super big. I'd always have thought when I was a little kid that the top bits of it are like, ah, like these Aren't giant... Aren't they a bit bigger? <laughs> They're not much bigger. If you look at most of them, it's just like you get a Ford 150 <laughs> kind of thing and put these giant wheels on it. I th- I'm pretty sure... Yeah, that makes sense. It's just we're not used to seeing trucks as big as in America yeah, all the time. That's yeah. it. So most of the time I thought, ah, but then when you actually see them... Yeah, because yeah, you get an F- 150 or whatever they yeah. are and they And you put giant wheels big. on it and yeah. there's this fucking massive monster truck. So that you just step of, up to get in it anyway. That was a sort of road to Damascus moment when I had a big realisation. <laughs> Fuck, Mary kill. Julia Lewis-Dreyfus. Captain Sullenberger, who was the pilot that landed that plane on the Hudson River in New York or whatever, with all those people on yeah, board. With a little mu- moustache. Yeah, a little moustache. <laughs> or the Virgin Mary. expect a serious answer to well yeah <laughs> the virgin mary's like um like trying to draw muhammad though like what does she actually look like <laughs> is it princess leia yeah a bit like princess leia mixed with i don't know like misha barton from the oc or something i guess and the girl from that honey cocaine curveball clip yeah the one from that, no she's she's not a virgin <laughs> The Virgin Mary, I don't know. Maybe maybe Dusty Springfield crossed with Princess Diana crossed with um what's her name? Princess Peach from Mario Kart and stuff. That sort of that sort of look. But more broadly you've got Julie Lewis Dreyfus, Captain Sullenberger, or the Virgin Mary. Sorry, Sully, it looks like you gotta go. He was an American hero, but okay. <laughs> go on. Well fuck. You can't make someone homophobic because of their sexual preference in the first place. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I've always said that. I've always got behind that attitude, so to speak. So that's why I'm killing him, but it's not like, you know... Okay, all right, so he's dead. He's not a hate crime. He survived. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you've thrown his body into the, the icy Hudson. It's claimed his life finally. It's and I'd probably, um, I'd probably marry Julia Lewis-Dreyfus because, you know... She'd probably know more cool shit than the Virgin Mary. <laughs> and you always want to break that shit in, don't you? <laughs> <sighs> it's a good thing I didn't choose the Prophet Muhammad for this one. <laughs> Have to scale it back a bit. You'd marry... I don't know. I like Julia Lewis-Dreyfus, but I'm not sure if I'd want to be married to her. <laughs> Being married to the Virgin Mary would be weird, though. Mm. So you're Jesus' step... You're Jesus' stepdad, like Joseph, I guess. Because God's the real dad, right? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. So yeah, Jesus, you're like, Jesus, <laughs> put your Xbox away. <laughs> Don't make me get cross with you. That sort of thing. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. <coughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. 
So it looks like there's a few more steps towards medicinal cannabis being legal for chronically ill patients in Australia. Yeah, I think good I, news. I think I heard this on the radio the other day saying that uh, what it's a law passed saying that we you can cultivate it here for medicinal purposes. I believe so. That's all right. Yeah, it's saying that you should be able to apply in participating states and territories to produce and use medicinal cannabis products and stuff. So at least it's getting to that kind of level and then it puts a foot in the door for regulation and decriminalization and yeah. legalization. So I know it's and yeah. Slippery slope and soon we'll be able to deal ice to kids outside schools. <laughs> um but I, no I agree with you. That's a small price to pay for people who need Sorry, this. and regulation. Yeah, you regu- motherfucker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fucking regulating like Warren G. That's fucking regulating. <laughs> in the school zone. Oh. In the peace with a with a peace in the school zone, yeah. Oh that's <laughs> fucking okay. Alright, no sorry, you go on. Let me ride. <laughs> I've got some more some drug related type stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do do I, we need to um I read turn this, the mic off for a sec? Or? No, I read this crazy article about it was from like two thousand and two when ice was a bit newer and stuff, and it was from like a variety magazine journal. I forget which one it was. I might go a bit less mainstream. I might go and get it. Yeah, but yeah, like a Rolling Stone type thing, but edgy like Rolling Stone used to be. Now it's like cash on everything. But these guys, it was like, oh, what do people in this get up to? Like, we followed some party goers in um, Colorado, I think, and it said, um, oh yeah, they're all professionals and stuff. But every few weeks they get into, and basically the guys got over imported from Asia in this little statuette, just straight like a hundred percent shabu kind of like. (laughs) ice kind of thing and they all do it and they end up going to vegas on a whim like there's groups of all of them um there's one guy who locks himself in a, he, he runs out i'll be back comes back with a stack of porn dvds and locks himself in the lounge room for like three days or whatever right and it read super real because you can sort of you sort of know what sort of things people say on that shit and this is like rang true to that times a hundred and stuff like <laughs> them doing these crazy clues and crossword puzzles and like timing shit and like discovering their secrets and they all go to vegas on a whim and just keep having more like shaving off heaps of it but one of the funniest ones is that there's one member of that group i think they call him shifty and they all sound like sort of college educated like upper middle class but they just go crazy on this shabu um one of his friends who's when he's just wasted he also steals shit so they set shit up for him to steal Oh, so that he doesn't get in trouble? Yeah, they set it up and also to watch him kind of thing, because it's fascinating to watch him and stuff. Like, when it gets to him, he just has to steal. And they set stuff up and then watch him steal it and stuff, and then say to him, like, play it out like a theater. Oh, they set up their own shit for him to steal. Yeah, or, like, (laughs) random shit, like little pipes and stuff like this that they just know he'd want. And then they're like, oh, hey, man, like, I've lost this thing. Can you help? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I'll help you find it. And, like, fully (laughs) fully goes along with it 100%. But they know this, and he knows that they know this, and this is just some of the stuff they do when they're on this crazy three-night sort of thing. Oh, yeah, it'll, it'll fuck your life up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, that sounds pretty crazy, but yeah, I mean, to, either way, it sounded pretty crazy, this stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, nah, it's no good. <laughs> yeah, it's no good. That's why you got to blow weed in their face, but obviously weed isn't anything like that, and it's a good thing that we're getting, I think it's a good thing that we're getting it cultivated here. Fuck I'll be yeah. able to do it. I'll be interested to see what happens with it. I guess if they if they look at both sides of it and you do the decrim or either legalization and then you put heaps of money into the mental health system, I guess it's such a vague, big, broad fucking term, but into educating people about all that shit, you know, and helping and rehab and stuff, you know. Mm. We spoke, spoke a couple of weeks ago about um, pandas and sort of about how 
they seem to be sort of genetically nihilistic like they just <laughs> want their own race to die they can't be bothered and it seems like it might not be the only one i heard on the radio on the way here that in india they said a jaguar now it said there were only 260 to 290 jaguars left i don't know if really that, i don't know if that that might be a wild. specific type or uh, they just said jaguars which sounds like too few i don't know if that's in the wild or in total or whatever <clears throat> but um they're shipping the jaguar back from delhi zoo that came from the southern state of kerala because they took it up there it's a 12 year old jaguar and they wanted to get it to mate with a female one um and but they put it in there and the female just wants it but this one is just too fat and lazy to want to do anything it just eats food and it won't it won't fuck the female panda they bought it all that way oh jaguar yeah the male jaguar sorry panda (laughs) (laughs) the jaguar didn't fuck the panda (laughs) the male jaguar is just too fat and lazy to do it and I guess that's hard. Has it been a zoo jaguar? Or? It sounds like it, because it sounds yeah. like it was super fat, unless it's been eating, like, untouchables or whatever. Or it just came from the wild, and it's like, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. food! Yeah, yeah, that's true. They're like, I could fuck in the wild. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get KFC there and stuff, or whatever they feed it. But um, that in wild animal news. And the other crazy one I saw was footage of uh, a bunch of asylum seekers sort of sneaking into England through the kind of... They get in uh, trucks in France... That they oh, and go, across, and go uh, in the yeah, tunnel in the tunnel across on ferries and they opened one up and they got in the back I think a few Afghanis and stuff with and it was all put on video with a polar bear a one year old polar bear that was getting taken from Moscow to Yorkshire Wildlife Park and it's in a cave with, with a bunch of Afghani refugees yeah, it was, slash it was in there it was, illegal immigrants the video was taken from the guy behind it who was in his car like what's happening here like waiting to get onto the ferry and starts recording these guys run up from like silent seekers run up from the side of the street and like rip open the back and stuff which is that style but then open and you see like a big polar bear in a cage and a few of them are like whoa and then a few of them get in and like a couple of like, oh, 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 like sort of run, <laughs> running away like it's in a massive cage but it's a bit sus I'm like that'd be a good story to tell the grandkids oh, they should let it loose to get away to get away from what oh, why would they oh to distract yeah <laughs> that's true like come on everybody yeah, that would be a good distraction actually <laughs> French border police probably wouldn't know how to deal with fucking polar bears, huh? <laughs> good smoke and mirrors trick. A good smoke and mirrors trick. Well, I'll keep that in mind if I ever need to, to, to sneak into there. Just release a polar bear. Yeah. On that migrant note, I was just saying just quickly, if I had heaps of money, I think what would be funny, I saw a protest just near me at the Department of Immigration, and um, there were people saying, like, free the refugees, like student types like that. And I just thought it'd be funny if you had heaps of money to pay, like, a bunch of slacker student-looking like people to go there, like, just dressed in, like, slummy anarchist stuff. And they're like, deport the refugees! Deport the refugees! And you just pay them to say all this crazy shit? Just to confuse people? Not that the actual political <laughs> point, but they'd be like, oh, no, here come these lefties again. And then they just say all this kind of crazy reactionary shit. And they reckon that would fuck with people. Keep women down. Keep women down. Like, what do we want? Men's rights. What do we want? now? Oh, hippies. If I ruled the world, I'd open every cell in Attica and send them to Africa. There's a lot of white racists in America <laughs> that would agree with that. Right? Yeah, nah, nah's deep down. What's going on there? <laughs> oh, Trump and Nas. And if, if you were, um, yeah, if you were just going black and white with it, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but, Are we talking about pandas again? What's going on? <laughs> It's almost like uh, Fidel Castro flushing the toilets of Cuba under the shores of America. <laughs> <laughs> the Mario Boat lift, I believe, huh? Yeah. That was a pretty sneaky trip by him. 
So Nas was being a bit sly in If I Ruled the World, I think. Yeah, well, he's taking... Well, yeah, rappers love fucking Scarface, right? So <laughs> he was watching it, and he's like, damn. I want to flush my toilet on Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have been missing the point, the gist of the song. I mean, I think I think he means that he wants to kind of liberate his fellow African-Americans from the carceral custodian punishing state that's seen a lot of his people oppressed and go to Africa not as in like a forcible deportation but a sort of spiritual renewal of black pan-African identity oh, I never saw it that way before yeah. you need, <laughs> need to wash your robes you need to wash your robes <laughs> shit dog I knew that shit this is an awful show this is an awful show do you reckon OJ was guilty? Yeah. I kind of do. I don't know. There's all that conspiracy style shit that says that maybe he's like, <laughs> none of this is all bullshit. I don't know what, what's real, but maybe he's um, covering for his son or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I read some weird one like that, and that's one of the ones that's so vague and you can't really disprove that it makes it a bit weird, but I think it was probably him. As far as I'm concerned, the only thing he's guilty of is driving while black. <laughs> Jesus. Cops, <laughs> cops harassing him and stuff. No, he obviously did it, I think. I think OJ's probably a murderer. There were some sus lines in the civil case, weren't there? Yeah, there's some pretty sus shit, but... I mean, yeah, he looks... He looks like he's done it. And I was thinking about that about... And, like, her sister was just like, ah, he did it when hmm. she found it or something, wasn't it? Hmm. Like, just assumed that he did it straight away because it seemed like he was going to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, Who really knows at the end of the day, it's but... It's a decent assumption, but... Here's my prediction. That motherfucking glove don't fit. Yeah, you got to quit. Johnny Cochran don't quit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was thinking that, and this might have been just been because I've seen him around recently, just here and before. But uh, in terms of those big, you know, those big LA Hollywood stories kind of thing, like OJ Simpson or like Michael Jackson sex abuse or even the Manson family murders, I reckon Tom Cruise is going to be involved in one of those at some point in his life. Yeah, like a big like a body gets found at Tom Cruise's estate and it turns into this big like like singularity of media attention or whatever like that <laughs> maybe Justin Bieber gets found dead at Tom Cruise's estate imagine the theories and stuff on that well maybe he'll be one of the first guys going on a private trip to space and just explode in the sky like a star <laughs> like laughing <laughs> laughing as he explodes into the sun oh jeez huh? or maybe he'll set it up so like his whole production team lets him ride on the outside of the spaceship in a spacesuit. <laughs> and he'll cool. be the dopest cunt ever yeah and he'll probably just <laughs> he'll just fucking die <laughs> like, I was the first man in space furthest outside of the plane interior and stuff like that's his record but do you reckon he's on some shit like this is what I was wondering like, to us Scientology is pharmaceuticals like, are still fucking drugs you know what I mean yeah, but no, his whole I love thing. that whole, like, I'm clean and don't do all this shit, and then you're on, like, Valium and no, well, Percocet and the all these painkillers and all this shit. And you're like, yeah, but I don't do drugs. Scientology supposedly <laughs> says not to have these drugs, I believe. Yeah? I believe they're all so he could actually be straight like edge. straight edge, and that's what I'm intrigued about. I'm like, oh, you're If he this. is actually straight edge, that's fucking hardcore. What he's if, on the drug called Tom Cruise. I want to know. Like, it's easy to laugh at him about, like, adopting a stupid ideology, but he's on a journey that none of us might get to which is like can you go so deep into believing this ideology that it actually becomes true for you <laughs> and I think that might be true like he's like he will die sort of going exploding into a thousand feet and suns or whatever <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck that like glorious afterlife that thing is or maybe he'll try and go rejoin all the lost alien souls and dive into a fucking volcano I'd say he's pictured it in it <laughs> you know the edge of tomorrow and <sighs> 
You can see why it's crazy if you have that sort And of- if he's got those those sus tendencies or whatever, then I can imagine him going for the whole speedos, you know, oh, yeah, diving. Yeah. yeah. It goes along with it and then add yeah. the lava pits and alien souls and shit. Yeah. I reckon we've sold him. I'd like to see him in speedos, laser-sided pistols and night vision goggles. I mean, <laughs> um, I'm <laughs> but I don't know. Is, is it... I want to know, does he feel moments of doubt like the rest of us? Or is he... When you get on this cult shit... I reckon he does. I just reckon his focus is so fucking... His focus is pretty hardcore. Yeah. So he probably just goes for long periods. But he's never really listening or talking to anyone, too. No, he's focused on himself. Yeah, I can <laughs> That makes sense. How am I going to figure this shit out? <laughs> if I get on the outside of a plane, how much money is it going to cost for them to do so much safety that there's no chance I'll die and I'll seem like the coolest guy in the fucking world? How can I best represent Tom Cruise to Tom Cruise's fans? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. TC's definitely got a got a big mirror. It's probably one of those fucking <laughs> crazy mirrors from the fun house. And it makes him look so <laughs> tall. <coughs> Wearing platforms of shit as well too. It's my boy! Is that He's choking on the mic! <laughs> choking on the mic. Oh shit. I thought it was Tom Cruise, it's Jay Z here. <laughs> They'd be good in a movie together. <laughs> I need you to uh, stop looking at me like that, friend. (laughs) (laughs) What you talking about, Will? (laughs) You bought. I made a purchase the other day. Yeah, I got a I got an above ground pool installed in our backyard. (laughs) Took a while. Had to had to put in the hydro. For real. Bit of DIY. Yeah. (laughs) Just made it. Cost me upwards of uh, twenty nine bucks. Just got a target filled up with some water. Got a little uh, inflatable pool. It's inflatable. Yeah. <laughs> it's just on like... Because <laughs> we're a rented house and it's concrete out the back because it's like Italians or Greeks that own it or whatever and they love fucking Italian grass, they call it, I believe. Like, um, yeah. Inflatable's good. Yeah, yeah and the inflatable. And it's a good fucking... Had a little Corona and <laughs> shit in there. Spark up a doobie. Yeah, it's all right. So is it a kiddie pool? It is technically a, a child pool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but at least it can double as an esky. Well, it says, I think, age of three and up. So if it's up, I figure yeah. that includes me. I'm 24, so I'm included in that. Did you go for ponies or race cars? I thought you said race card. And I'm like, <laughs> um, ponies or race cards. Race car. I just got more of a star astronomy type thing. Oh, cool. And you We know, are pretty gender neutral on this show. But Pluto, these pictures that are coming back from Pluto. That's a nice little segue. Um, <laughs> Uh, apparently they take a while to come back and they're still downloading all these things of like there's a nitrogen plane that spreads across the whole thing with like I think these icebergs that sort of float around on like Uh nitrogen and stuff like that and they're coming through with some crazy pictures but someone was like oh why the pictures take so long to come here right (laughs) I mean you know (laughs) fucking dead shit comments and stuff but someone explained that apparently um, they can transmit transmit information from whatever it's called I forget past Pluto back to Earth at 1k a second the new horizons yeah, or new something horizons is it? or whatever yeah. yeah so 1k a second and I'm like well that's pretty good compared to like the modem I had in 1997 <laughs> shit. considering it's all the way across the fucking solar system it comes at 1k a second 1k a second, 1K a second. <laughs> and I'm like that's alright yeah. like people saying it, that's why it's slow and I'm like that's a pretty impressive feat uh, of engineering to get that shit back there here from here 
That reminds me of the days on the BBS when I used to watch the JPEGs on dress. Tell us about that time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What is it? When you have to reminds load pictures on your dial-up modem. Reminds me of the days of the BBS. Yeah, the bulletin board system. The bulletin board system. Fuck, that shit was fucked up. What's JPEG stand for? I have no idea. Do you? Uh, joint progression enigmatic game theory. <laughs> Did you see this article recently about the uh, the Cyclops baby born in Egypt? Well, I've seen that now. You've shown me, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of disturbing, the picture. Yeah, so it's a baby born with one eye in the middle of a head and no nose. My girlfriend told me about it. but Just a mouth. Doe shown it to me. Well, and an eye. Yeah. But the thing I want to mention is there's a, quite a lurid photo up there and it says the tragic photo and it sort of is like it's not just like oh that's that's gross that's disgusting yeah, it is sad, it is sad yeah. and tragic and stuff and it says that it's only expected to survive a few days and I'm like oh that's that's kind of bad that it's like legacy is going to be oh, I just splashed around this kind of news viral website and stuff and I was like I wonder if they didn't even permit photos of that but instead the photos were gotten by like you know those oh, English, just, yeah, English papar- no, paparazzi by. type like oh like, can I just get in there like this paparazzi <laughs> London type like yeah love just bribing like bribing hospital guards to get it what if the family wasn't even in on the photo being done and it was like one of these dirty- I'll pay you to pull blinds mate yeah, I'll, I'll get a photo you- through a window yeah, yeah. through 50 G's 50 G's I'm on the phone back to London he says I can do something. I'll buy you a new sweater yeah <laughs> I'll buy you the latest big blue sweater from Oxford Street <laughs> um, that's sort of shit but I don't know why it's English but that's pretty fucked up, don't you reckon? That this paparazzi, yeah, paparazzi, yeah, this paparazzi guy just goes in and takes a photo of it. I think it's they should do something about it. I don't know if they really did. Maybe <laughs> these doctors are just mofos. Yeah, smuggling out with a little smartphone. Like, oh. like it's interesting, but they should probably just keep it in their medical community rather than totally. clickbait for fucking news sites. Yeah, they're all just getting that, getting that cash. Everyone's on the gravy train, huh? Just getting those Queen Elizabeths, mate. <laughs> you owe me 500 queenies. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the English are fucked like that, sneaking into hospitals and shit. Queenies only a five here, mate. Yeah, what do we get? Queenies a five? Can you name anyone else? And it's there? all coins and shit. Fuck. Can you name any- a cheap queen. Can you name anybody on any of the other notes? The dude that looks like he's in armor <laughs> on the hundred. They changed him too, right? He was the one that was like a explorer that went to Antarctica. But I can't remember his oh, fucking fuck. name though. Yeah, and they changed the hundred though and took him off it, didn't they? Did they? Mawson. He used Mawson. to have. Yeah, yeah, they had the hectic. Like, yeah, it looks he like was, he's wearing yeah. chainmail, but yeah. it's just like a fucking. It's just like yeah. a, it's a big sweater for your head, mate. Oh no, it's John Mawson, I think, and yeah. he was one of the first Australian guys ever. I used to think it looked a bit like a balaclava. Yeah. <laughs> um, but who else is on the I other? think they changed it when it went plastic, though. You know how, like, the American notes, you have these things like, oh, you fold it over, and it's like the twin towers underneath the yeah, horror. It's all pretty shit. fucked up looking. Well, on the Australian one, you can fold the $5 note, so it makes it look like the fish, like, sucking a dick. Oh, oh a whale thing? Yeah, the whale yeah. thing. <laughs> it's the queen's pearls, or its teeth kind of thing, and her gown is its mouth, and it's like, oh, her neck with the little chin is sort of a perfect half, half genital area. Well, that's a conspiracy in itself. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get to the bottom of that one. Not until Prince Charles takes the throne. Maybe um, by force. Maybe the uh, Queen Elizabeth family is actually related to Captain Ahab and shit. What, they're hunting the Great White Whale? What is the Great White Whale? 
No, I can tell you about the great white whale. <laughs> His name was... This is interesting. George Stephen Morrison. His name wasn't actually anything to do with the white whale. <laughs> but, um, but it's related because he was commander of the third carrier fleet in 1964, the US Navy, in the Gulf of Tonkin, just off Vietnam. <laughs> you might have remembered the Gulf of Tonkin incident that supposedly... Yeah, I remember that thing that didn't happen. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it was a sort of murky forged affair to sort of yeah. justify escalating the Vietnam War. Um, Would well, you know who... The Great White Whale, I'm going to call him that. He's never been called that, but it's good. George Stephen Morrison. He was the commander in charge of that, and he got promoted to, I think, Rear Admiral after that. Um, so that was 1964 um, in the Gulf of Tonkin, and this guy's son, meanwhile, was just about to write Light My Fire for The Doors. His son <laughs> is Jim Morrison of The Doors. Oh, fuck. I have seen some... Um some documentaries on the doors and I just totally forgot all about it. I watched the movie. I didn't remember his name at all. I watched the movie the other day. It's crazy though. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) That was one of the most bug out things I had recently. Um, Watched the movie, read up on Wikipedia and I'm like, what the fuck? His dad was like in command in the Gulf of Tonkin. (laughs) That's a crazy family, huh? Like, what did you two do with your lives? Like, I started a war and I like went crazy and wrote all this crazy cool music and then died. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I probably do fuck tons of acid as well if you're under that kind of discipline. Balkan <laughs> one was pretty good in it. I, I liked it actually. It was good. There was a good uh, documentary one as well. I think I think it was Johnny Depp. Yeah, narrating I've seen it, it on well. Netflix. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Is it, was it good? Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, it's cool. I mean, I'm down with the doors <clears> and shit like that. I'll see what I'm not down with though motorists in China intentionally returning to kill pedestrians they've injured because it costs less to them if they're dead than if they have to pay ongoing medical costs <laughs> and there's like pictures and videos of it and shit as well how so major is that over there pretty big happens a bit Jesus Christ um, including like just knocking down like a little kid like sort of but only minorly like only really knocking him down and this woman in BMW comes and like reverses over him and shit like he would have been fine like just a sprained wrist or something <laughs> So that's pretty cool. Good damn. And that sort of reminded me of when I went to China, I think with my parents, a month after September 11th. And I was a little bit worried because it's just after September 11th. Yeah, you know? flying and yeah, shit. Yeah, with my parents and stuff like that. And I remember, I always remember, you know, my dad says a lot of things, but I remember him saying on that trip, like when we were a bit worried, and I'm like, my mom even more than me, like, oh, da da. And my dad's saying super earnestly, and as if it's reassuring to her, like, well, don't worry, if it, if it crashes down, at least we'll all die together. <laughs> Like, so, but so, like, not as a joke, not as something else. And I'm like, that's pretty, pretty fucked up thing to remember. I'm not sure if it came out verbally when I was a kid, but I had, I totally had those thoughts when I was flying around with my family on holidays and stuff. Just like, this is scary as fuck, but yeah. There you go. If you're going to go down. Well, if you're going to go down to Chinatown, <laughs> that's really what it comes down to, isn't it? You don't stand a chance. So that's China news or whatever. That stitches Molly yeah. Cyrus songs fucking crazy. It's a song called Molly Cyrus by Stitches. I, I wouldn't look at it if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he just talks about putting cocaine up people's ass the whole time. It's pretty yeah. cool, and not with a very good bedside manner either. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know. And he's being literal. Like, it sounded like a metaphor then, but no. This is Stitches, baby. One of the YouTube comments, I think, said, man, this is like Tupac without the (laughs) pseudo-intellectualism. Which I think was pretty good. (laughs) So I was um, 
playing a couple of rounds of uh, Street Fighter three Sweet. today. We got a got a version of that that I can play with my arcade joystick. Sweet. And I was doing the secret code to get Akuma in it, which is like this long winded, like down down up left up up right and all this sure. shit like for quite a while, and then you get Akuma. And it made me remember, like, where I got that from, because it was pre-internet kind of days, or it was dial-up internet, and there weren't all these sites that just had what you wanted when you searched for it. Yeah. Like, there is kind of now. There's almost, if you have a problem on Photoshop or some shit that you're using, you just look on YouTube. If you don't get it there, you get it on some forum through fax or just even forums on the problem you're having and shit. But Uh um, I got it from one of the dudes that worked at Time Zone, right? Yeah. Um, Because we used to hang out there. We were in late high school, me and one of my friends would frequent the place a bit, get better at Street Fighter and Time sure. Crisis and all sure. all the latest shit. Fuck, the arcade scene has died hard, hey? Yeah. But um, we we managed to get heaps better once we sort of befriended the, one of the workers there. Sure. And after a while, like, we'd be playing these games and then he'd select this random character on it that we didn't know how to get and yep. we eventually got the code off him. But the way that we started being friendly with him was that I'm pretty sure one day we were just playing Street Fighter and we were going to go have a smoke with our, like, little hash pipes and sure, yeah. probably, like, a film canister filled with, like, yeah. chopped up weed and shit, that, like, yeah. going around with yeah. this little, oh, I've got all my shit. I think I've done the exact same thing in the exact <laughs> same place, actually, yeah. That yeah. little pedestrian crossing across from the... Is this at Chatswood or no, no, oh, okay, um, yeah. in in Man? Okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> go on. And we uh, we were like, oh, we're gonna go, we're gonna go have a smoke, and we ended up offering to this older time zone worker guy, mm. like, oh, if you want to come and have pipes with us and shit, it's all cool and stuff. Yeah. And we were just trying to be nice because he's the worker guy there, and we sure. were playing games there all the time. Yeah. And then he ended up coming with us and having a smoke and yeah. shit. And then we used to get so many free credits and shit after that. It was yeah. wild, and obviously cheat codes to arcade games and shit like fuck bossing out that was pretty cool yeah, it was pretty sweet heaps of free games I think I went to Sega World once and found a open dispenser with those little tickets <laughs> and busted open and just got a whole roll my friend got heaps of them and stuff oh that's sick um, except the, what's the best shit you could buy with that anyway like a stuffed toy or yeah something? yeah a stuffed toy <laughs> like the hedgehog butt plug or something but, <laughs> <laughs> but, like that would that would jam you up fast that, oh man at least it's probably better. Than, it's probably better than knuckles, though. Okay. <laughs> um, well, if we're doing a little sort of technology confession, I guess <laughs> this is from back in the day uh, with a program called ICQ that some people might remember. Do you remember as a little messenger thing? Hello. Hello. Oh, <laughs> um, needless to say, I spent a bit of time with that as did some friends in high school, and. Um, I think that's what turned me off doing um, social media. Yeah. Was that I'd already kind of dabbled yeah. in ICQ in high school and I didn't really like it that much. Yeah. <laughs> we were trailblazers and stuff. But, yeah. uh, but um, I had to go and it was me and I think another friend. I forget who, but basically back in those days, they weren't as aware to like little problems that you had. So if somebody put their email address as sort of something that was fake, like I'm not going to tell you at hotmail.com, yeah, you right? You do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, so I'd go and register that email account and then tell ICQ I've forgotten my password and it sends <laughs> me the login information. Now I barely did this at all, but this still remembers me because it's that's sort of a bit bad, but it was some random girl in Canada, like some teenage girl. We were teenagers too. And, um, 
it was started and you didn't have a friends list i don't think but it was like let's say it's julia or whatever <laughs> someone just messages you from her friends like hey how are you going with that assignment like sarah said she had to do the kind of that and we were replying we were like don't you think sarah was acting like kind of a bitch today <laughs> like writing that sort of stuff back to them like just writing kind of random drama they wanted to talk about I get it. So yeah, yeah. so they registered an account, and you didn't have to verify your email. So you can put in bullshit email, so that you could just have an account without putting a real email in there. Yeah. Then you got the thing. Yeah, I got the register. So then you're emailing from the thing that they've used to register. Yeah, they've used to register. (laughs) So that's how I got it. So I'm just like spreading drama to all our friends and stuff, and they're like, oh, (laughs) they're like, you're not acting like yourself after a while and shit, and. I always wondered, I hope that didn't cause any damage, so I want to apologize to this random kind of prairie girl in Canada. <laughs> I, started, I sort of started shit between her and her friends. <laughs> For no reason. From the other side of the world, so... I'm sorry, Allison. I'll just say. Well, and you that. left her log on so she could still log in and everything. It no, she logged way. in later and stuff, I guess. I don't know how... I don't know what happened to Yeah, her. so you didn't change anything. No, no. <laughs> I guess something... I don't know. I think they said that they were going to report me to the cyber police type thing, but... Yeah. I don't do that shit. Anymore. It was a grey area back then. Because <laughs> <laughs> it it's like international kind of thing. You don't have like, I don't know if they can extradite me there and stuff, but. It's maritime law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Cones and Dosha, Australia's number three maritime law podcast you're listening to. <laughs> well, my brother sent me a cool YouTube video of Star Wars Despecialized Edition. What's that? Right? Because George Lucas had the originals for the old 1977 and 80 and 83 movies mm. and when he updated them in like 97 I think for a special edition basically when when the movie got good and good enough praise that they were like oh give us copies of the original to put into the film institute and all that kind yep, of stuff definitely. he's only ever told them he's going to submit the digital upgraded <laughs> versions right so no one can get the originals and shit yeah and there's a couple like there's videotape versions and stuff that are on the internet which is like george's i forget what it's called like unaltered original yeah. trilogy g-o-u-t or some yeah. shit and they're they're pretty cool but apparently the way that they've been transferred from analog to digital they lost a bit and mm. it's a bit fuzzy in transitions and uh, artifacting and shit happens when you know like sure. the camera's moving around so this dude or whatever has started um this massive project i'm sure it involves a heap of people where basically they're like using different versions of the movie and then trying to make it as close to the original version as possible from using special edition which has this good color but then covering up the bits that are special edition with shit from other versions and just trying to make it like as close to the original as possible so much human brain power going towards these sort of things i'm kind of happy with watching that unaltered trilogy thing like and not really noticing it being shit but when they pointed out that it was shit you can totally tell yeah yeah okay like if i went back and watched the videotape that i taped off or that my family taped off the tv in the 80s it's going to be better than the unaltered trilogy avi rip that you get off the internet yeah because it still would have been getting played on tape back then and then you're taping tape to tape it's all analog yeah fuck that's pretty crazy so if i went back and watched that videotape as long as it hasn't degraded it's probably still the best copy i've got <laughs> uh, i can't watch the original trilogy without digitally putting jar jar binks into my scenes as well it just cuts me like oh that's a perfect place for a line so 
<laughs> oh, Palpatine left. I will become more powerful. There's than, something about Jar Jar more powerful Binks. than you know. He's like, oh, oh spaghetti or whatever. There's something about Jar Jar Binks that just feels like it's um offensive. Yeah, just a slap in the face. But like even offensive though, it's like it's like it's oh, is it racist? No, not really. Is yeah, it, it like it, is offensive. it offensive to mentally retarded people? Like. It seems like, <laughs> just seems fucking offensive. Like, oh, Lucy, can't do anyone. Oh, Amy, <laughs> you said to suck my balls, Amy. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, well, that's the kind of hijinks I love, and that's why I put him in the original trailer. <laughs> You should play Jar Jar for the new one. George Lucas must have done some serious drugs after he got that first fucking trilogy cash. Yeah. I wonder why he put Jar Jar in. Like, oh, I need like an urban slash mentally handicapped demographic sort of thing. I mean, With real motherfucking long ears. Yeah, big flappy ears. So he's sort of like, he's got an element of everything. He's got a bit of Bugs Bunny in him. I reckon. He does though, like thematically and shit, right? Okay, good. <laughs> I'm not crazy, right? No. Um, and a bit of like a rasta man, which is a bit offensive to <laughs> Jamaican people and stuff, I think, too. But nevertheless, I will be interested to watch the new ones. I'm still like, I'm not particularly like a fanboy about stuff, but I like a bit of Star Wars and I'll be interested to see what they make of it. Yeah. yeah. It looks like it could be quite good. Yeah. I'm not sure about this cross lightsaber thing, though. It looks a bit cracked. <laughs> Whereas the dual lightsaber, or was it the double ended lightsaber? <laughs> Darth Maul was fucking cool. That was about the only thing I liked in the first. Yeah, he looks so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Liam Neeson. That guy rocked up in your bedroom in the middle of the night with Don't a double ended lightsaber. Who would you rather fight? Him and Liam Neeson's or Liam Neeson's also in it, but Liam Neeson as Taken or whatever. So you're fighting Liam Neeson as Taken, whatever his name is, we'll just call him Taken. <laughs> or Darth Maul. Uh I guess Liam Neeson and I'd try to seduce him. I don't know if you could do that to Darth Maul. Because, let's face it, I'm not winning fights against these motherfuckers. <laughs> Liam Neeson's old, though. You don't reckon you might be able to take him on? Oh, am, am I armed, or...? No, it's just you versus him, like, knuckle to knuckle, mano upon mano. Oh, if I got his back, fuck. If he's got his gun and you're in, like, some little fucking... You're in, like, Istanbul hiding in a safe house, then you got no chance <laughs> or whatever, but you might be okay. Oh, have you seen these hoverboard things? The rappers are on them and shit. It's like a Segway with no fucking thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's got wheels there, right? It's got wheels, yeah. yeah, I know. It's not a hoverboard. That's what people call them. Um, but, oh, actually, this is a double prong thing I can talk about. Yeah, I have seen them, though. <laughs> I think there was some on, on Tosh the other week. Have you seen them in real life, though? I'm uh, not in real life, no. Because I've started seeing them crop up around yeah? now and near me. Okay, like... <laughs> Uh, there's like this muscly sort of gym guy and stuff and he's just like it's got this blue neon on it so you can't it was night I was so going out to get ciggies you can't miss it like and then comes off the curb to where the road is and sort of has to get off it because he doesn't want to go down the little dip thing kind of the curb cut down onto the road and across it so he does that walks across puts it on the ground back on the other side where there's a big long pedestrian plaza and he puts it there gets on it like doesn't stand quite properly and like gets off it and like adjusts it like three degrees to the right or something it looks so weird and then he got on it and after all this kerfuffling about he got on it and started moving forward and just start adopted the most like nonchalant like yeah yeah i'm just chilling kind of look 
<laughs> like as if it's so nonchalant as if you weren't just fucking around with a stupid like first early adopter bit of technology you got that you can't use and he, he put on a pretty good pose that almost made me forget him fucking around so much <laughs> and the one thing it reminded me of was sort of people who bought laser discs I think I don't know why exactly but the people and who mini bought, discs and yeah, all that kind of stuff I, I had a mini disc it was alright mini disc was big down here because of it being big in Asia yeah. and stuff yeah I, I got mine from Hong Kong and shit too yeah. it was like the pipeline from Hong Kong to, to our high school but that didn't really catch on like they thought it would either. Well, the iPod sort of cut it away, didn't yeah. it, I think? Otherwise, Digital music and shit. Yeah. I read a bit of Arnold Schwarzenegger's autobiography. Oh, yeah? And came up. Did they write it phonetically? <laughs> <laughs> I opened to a few random pages. And I didn't know what to expect, but it was all like the super earnest stuff. Like, what was his wife called? Um, yeah. uh, the Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, fucking what was her name? <laughs> like... Like, me and my wife were looking at that time to settle down somewhere, like, all this sort of stuff. And oh, I know a name, too. He had, like, me. the other chapter that I read, it was all about, like, The Last Action Hero and how it was a disappointing release and him making excuses for why it was disappointing. <laughs> like, you know, it was a good script, but we had to cut this out for PG and I don't think it got quite the impact and we opened up against Jurassic Park and shit. <laughs> like, like, sort of, like, as if he's still super cut about Last Action Hero not being a super blockbuster. <laughs> It had so much action in it, but it was it was pretty it's lame. So forgettable though, too. It was pretty lame. I haven't seen it for a long time. <laughs> I don't think it's worth watching again. <laughs> I might watch it now that you brought it up, but yeah. Con Air's crazy too. I watched Con Air again. <laughs> it's sort of the last gasp of these big action things before the CGI too. And Nick Cage's accent's pretty off the chain. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> crazy. <laughs> he says a few words. <sighs> he says a few fucked up words in that. <laughs> okay. You're going to Mars. You want to go to Mars, right? You've been selected for a mission. Get your ass to Mars. And you're the captain captain of Get Your Ass to Mars mission or whatever. Um, it's privately funded. It's got everything and stuff. You're the captain. You're allowed the captain's picks. You're allowed to take five people with you to start a new life on Mars. Who are you going to take? And don't think too long because it takes off soon. It takes off soon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll take the girl from that... Honey cocaine curveball clip. Okay, um, the Conchita model with the ass. Yeah. yeah, the model with the ass who jiggles it quite a bit. So she's she's number one. Yeah, she, she can she can help me be my personal assistant, I guess. Okay, cool. And then uh, who are we gonna take? We'll take Arnie. Oh no, he's a bit old. Can we take Arnie when he's young? No, no, no. It has to be now. You have to choose. I mean, Arnie might be a good option, but. <laughs> <laughs> You have to decide, so I'm just going to write this down. So. Alright. So, are you going to take Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. We, we have to go with first right. quick shit. Okay, cool. Let's see, you solved a couple of problems there. So, we've got him, he can lead some shit. I've got, <laughs> I've got me starting the population covered. Um, I love it how you don't want to be the leader when you go. <laughs> you're, you're captain. You're, you're handing over leadership. Like, <laughs> that, kind of, that kind of is like this thing that uh, Ados sent us the other day on this Black Wolves and shit, right? Yeah. And this this Black Wolf leaves its pack. Yeah. Um, or its alpha parents get killed, right? Yeah. And it like, scatters their pack because they can't hunt properly and shit. He yeah. goes off on his own, mm-hmm. finds this other pack, and starts trying to sly hit on the girls, like the cubs sure. and stuff, right? Yeah. And they start coming over to him. And when the alphas from that pack come over, mm. he uses the, the road as a force field. Yeah. Because the other wolves are, like, scared of the road in this area. Huh. Yeah. And he just keeps going there and noticing they don't get him. So he, like, hits on these, like, wolf cubs for ages and yeah. impregnates them and stuff and has these kids in he his pack that's not his wolf pack. And yeah. Shit. Well. And then, like, 
it's really it's hectic and it was really cool doco by the end of it he like lives that hectic life and then right at the end he becomes the alpha of his own pack as well he's like this 10 year 10 year old wolf yeah it's hectic sounds pretty crazy it was crazy so i thought maybe that's why i was going that route mentally (laughs) just let arnie do the work and i'll do the fucking (laughs) okay that was a good little digression and then uh noam chomsky maybe (laughs) all right okay yeah he can be on the radio just spouting all this neutral shit to keep everyone calm what sort of shit what would he be saying you think well uh back when the mexicans in Javis were uh, and just like relating it to all this uh shit on mars you know <laughs> so we don't need to uh hurt each other because there was the shit on earth that was like that and martians don't play that shit wouldn't you run the risk of sort of bringing some baggage from the past like he's a famously critical guy and famously critical <laughs> problems on earth but earth is his forte do you think you might want yeah we're, we're bringing mars to the forefront we're gonna be better than earth all right okay. <laughs> all right honey cocaine arnie noam no not honey cocaine it's this model chick uh, oh sorry the chick out of the, the um, chick out of the clip yeah <laughs> i've never even heard her speak <laughs> oh dude yeah, yeah. Okay, that's three, right? We need five or... Yeah, that's three. Chick from Honey Cocaine Clip, Arnie. No, Chomsky. So I've got leadership covered. i got uh, calming calming the masses down, which is just going to be two more people, right? <laughs> that was a shit choice then. But, uh, You're stuck with it now. He's communication for the state, huh? Okay. We need some um, Enviro kind of cunt. Yeah. Or some technology wizard. Elon Musk. Elon Musk, yeah. yeah. Right. He might... Oh. He's a bit of an alpha dog. He might butt heads with fucking Arnie and no. And he might try and hit on my um, on my model chick. Who who is it? Sorry again. <laughs> the girl from the clip. <laughs> no, who is your fourth person? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Okay. Elon Musk. Okay. So he can solve all of the technology problems, and we can just go watch movies and swim in Martian swimming pools and. Okay, I'll tell you what. Because gnomes parties and shit. Because gnomes so small, you can fit another person in there. So you've got three more people. <laughs> So I've got technology. No, two more, two more, two more. Uh, Donald Trump for the cash. (laughs) (laughs) He's just going to be shipping so much junk up to Mars for us. Okay, all right. (laughs) But Noam Chomsky and Arnie should keep him in line, though. (laughs) (laughs) Donald! Donald! Arnold? (laughs) Donald! Arnold? Okay. I like your hair, Donald. I like yours, too. Arnold. <laughs> we can make Mars great again. They are. Um, didn't they have that shit in, in Total Recall? There was like a totalitarian Mars government kind of thing. <laughs> Trump would be perfect. Yeah, because it was built on mining right. and shit. Okay, yeah. one more person. Do you want another chick for like... Is it just... I think so. It's a bit of a <laughs> fucking sausage party, yeah. No, no, not so much that. I'm worried about this poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's out there alone and... I don't know. She's a girl from a, some R&B video clip from a Cambodian rapper living in Toronto. And Don's <laughs> first choice to go to Mars. And, um, yeah, but so, if you put that clip on, you'll, yeah, see, you'll okay. see why. Yeah, it's called... Yeah. What's it called again? Curveball by Honey. <laughs> um, all right, so one more person. One you more. think that we're producing a shit or something? Um, <laughs> uh, okay, here's my last one. Yeah, we we got to get another girl in there. God damn. Yeah. Fuck, I, I ruined my, um, my shit. I was just, you know, it should have just all been girls, right? And just, like, heads exploding in the vacuum, but at least you were there with a few girls. <laughs> um, Go on, choose the last yeah. one, then we can analyze it. 
It's tough. Really? Last pick for Mars. Yeah. You can have two more if you really want. <laughs> they found more right. Efficiencies are increasing. <laughs> Emma Watson. <laughs> right. Okay, Emma Watson. Say no more. She could be my side chick. <laughs> and the next person, and the very last person to take with you to Mars. <coughs> oh man, this is a mess. Uh, who's a good, like, modern psychotherapist kind of thing? <laughs> Billy Crystal or something? No, no. I don't know. I'll take Joe Rogan because he's got that kind really? of um. Yeah, he's got. He could be the chameleon that could just talk to any of them and get them to spout the shit that's gonna sort of get them to um right. betray their own thoughts and shit. <laughs> and what do you want to call the mission? <laughs> and what do you want to call? I don't know if Rogan would come. He's got a family. No, right. Rogan, Rogan, too late. Rogan's coming. <laughs> oh, that would suck. You just get arrested, like you All know. Right. Scooped up in the middle of the night and wake up on a fucking rocket ship. <laughs> and the rocket ship's called what? What do you want to call your ship and what do you want to call the colony of founding on Mars? Uh, the rocket ship can be called Penetration. Okay, so Penetration. Yeah. Okay. It's got to like penetrate that Martian atmosphere. Okay, and what are you going to call some new colony on Mars? Quick. Gestatia. <laughs> Gestatia. <laughs> Alright, cool. So this is this, this mission called the pen, on, the, on board the penetration to found a get it, gestation, all right? Gestation, like gestation, gestation, so it's like yeah, gestation, yeah, yeah, I get it. And with the penetration, that's yeah. it's like very Kubrickian. Um, <laughs> so we have on board this. We have the chick from the Honey Cocaine Club, Curveball. We have uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, for for leadership, I believe. Is why things like that. I'm going to live in this place. I'm going to bring my friend Donald. Yeah. <laughs> we also have Noam Chomsky, um, I believe, to, like, what, placate the masses sort of thing and get them to listen to his voice. Uh, Elon Musk to invent shit. Donald Trump, I guess, is maybe alternate leader to help Arnie lift his game. Or no, he's the, he's the space cash. He's the one bringing the cash he's and all the, the fucking... All the new shit just getting um, rocketed up from Earth to okay. this, like, six-person colony or whatever. So that would be interesting, because Arnie might be a bigger guy, but, oh, that would be a clash of egos. <laughs> um, with Noam Chomsky, we, you know, he'd have his way. Elon Musk, Donald Trump, uh, Emma Watson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she would hate this shit. It's awesome. I don't think Emma would be down with this. It could change her perspective a little. Maybe the chick from the... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, anyway, we have... <laughs> and Joe Rogan. Why is Joe Rogan there? Because uh, he was going to keep everyone's shit straight. <laughs> and what sort of society... Like if, if they started doing... If, you know, if Donald started doing shit to Arnie or, you know, all that kind of stuff, he'd just... He'd interview them on the Noam Chomsky show or some shit. And... I don't know if he translates to TV, but... No, he'd be influential, I agree, but... What sort of society... Do but he's you... getting getting the people to um to keep themselves in line sort of thing. So what sort of society do you see... And Noam Chomsky's, like, showing you, like, you've got to be better than Earth and shit. So one last question. Where do you see Gestatia 24 or 20 Mars years from now? Some of those guys are going to be pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we've, we've developed our um, morally upstanding and, you know, technologically awesome little... Little Mars Haven and 
then we don't really need uh, Donald and Arnie and who are the other old people? <laughs> oh man, um, Rogan should last a while. He's on like TRT and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I still we'd have to do the because I noticed I wasn't on there, so we'd have to do the Contender show. Oh, sorry, man. There'd be such a big delay. Yeah, but why didn't you invite me on it? I wanted to go to Mars. Mm. I'm sad now. Do you, <laughs> do you really need Joe Rogan there? He can adjudicate any fights that they get into up there as well. Totally. <laughs> put, put a fucking joke on! Arnie would get old, so he'd be like the declining alpha, always watching his back and stuff. And there'd be plenty of... You were asking me the question. I thought it was this detached kind of thing, like, fuck... I wasn't really associating it with taking you up there. Yeah, well, you know. Sorry, man. It's a bit late to take it back now. <laughs> then you'd want to bring your girlfriend, then you want to bring your family, you know. Yeah. It'd turn into Property this, prices go take it. It'd turn into this weird immigration on Mars thing oh, and just I noticed, stop the fucking spaceships. I noticed, <laughs> I noticed all white people with one Latina maybe in there that you took. So how do you respond to charges of that? That's a bit Eurocentric. The yeah. Austrian. Yeah. We have an Austrian. Donald Trump's of German ancestry. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, Joe Rogan's some Irish fuck or something, has he? Hey, cool it, Roach. Italian. <laughs> Italian. I mean, like, um, hey, I'm an Ita- Italian fuck, that sort of thing. No offense. <laughs> um, Noam Chomsky, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, it was because I was, um, I had to shoot fast for all those fucking answers, right? Yeah, totally. No, I think you did a good job, and you're on board the rocket. You're off there, and I think we've got a bit of more... We went a bit deeper into the black hole that is the Cones and Dosha. But right now, we're not broadcasting from Mars, we're broadcasting from Earth. It's a lovely, <laughs> sunny evening that I'm glad you've uh, been uh, privileged to witness. Got a bit of an electro beat this week Sweet. to drop on the track. No lyrics or anything, so... Just, you know, just muzz out and have a good one. <laughs> uh, is that a small school trip? <laughs> oh, totally. Oh, right. We'll see you guys. See you later, though.